just a quick PSA before you get into this episode. I swore a lot in this. I've come back now after I've edited it and I just want to give you a heads up in case you're driving with the kids, in case you're playing this on loudspeaker and you've got little ears around, you might want to put your earbuds in. I also wanted to let you know about something really exciting that I am about to launch called the Spotlight Club. If you haven't heard about it, the Spotlight Club is a low-cost membership where every month I'm helping you turn the spotlight on your business. We are going to talk all about different visibility strategies, whether it be summits, bundles, private podcasts, lead magnets, freebie swaps. We are going to brainstorm and come up together with a plan for you to grow your email list fast this year. At the moment, it's just $19 a month. That will only apply to the first 20 people that sign up, then the price will be increasing because honestly, $19 is a little bit crazy for the amount of value that I'm going to be providing. So if you're interested, the link is in the show notes. Now let's jump into this episode, which is a little bit on the spicy side. I hope you're ready. Hey, I'm Kylie Kelly, and I'm obsessed with all things business and motherhood and helping you navigate the messy and magical seasons of both. I'm a boy mama that grew a successful photo biz before hanging up my straps in 2020 to pivot. Yes, we're allowed to do that. Now I help other CEO mums just like you grow an audience of raving fans fast through a holistic virtual summit strategy. But this podcast is way more than that. Think of it as your coffee date or happy hour with your girlfriends as we talk real life. Money, challenges, growth, frustrations, marketing, the messy middle, it's all welcome here. So get comfy and join us. Welcome to This Mama Means Business. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to This Mama Means Business. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm so excited just to sit with you and chat about something that I'm really passionate about that has happened recently that is still hitting a nerve, if I'm being completely honest. But today I wanted to talk about the three things that I see wrong with the coaching industry. And as you might be aware, these solo episodes can get a little venti. So buckle in. (laughs) This could be one of those. Actually, this will be one of those. So the three things I want to go over today is this pricing installment plan tax. I also want to talk about my frustration with coaches putting business before people, which I'll explain more. And then the last one is when coaches reuse their student shit. Now, I'm not going to dig into the wounds of this, right? I'm not going to be talking any names or any real life examples because that's not the type of person that I am. But I do want to talk about this because it is something that I'm passionate about never doing. It's something that I've experienced. And I think Like everything in life, we get to choose what we learn from an experience and then what we choose to do with it. I feel like there's no such thing as a mistake. I've never regretted investing in something. There's never been something where I've gone like, oh, I would never do that because I've always gotten something from it. Even if it wasn't what I thought I was going to get, I've always been able to take something away from it. God, even personally, right? I was married at 21. I was a part of a cult church and got married really young to a dick. I was married for like less than 12 months to an absolute horrible person. And when I left that marriage, when I walked out that day and called mom to come pick me up, I was a borderline alcoholic. It's a whole story, right? I probably should bring it onto the podcast and open that up for all because I'm sure you could probably learn something from it um, or find it interesting. Nonetheless, it feels like another lifetime ago. But even that, even that personal situation right now at 37 years of age, married happily to my best friend with two kids, I don't regret that at all. All that taught me was what I actually wanted out of life, what I wanted out of a partner, what it should be, 
right? Because I had experienced what it shouldn't. So there's no such thing as a mistake. There's no such thing as a bad investment. We get to learn what we take away from it. We get to choose what we take away from it. We get to decide how we act and what we choose to do. Okay, so let's dive on in. So the first one I wanted to talk about was this pricing installment plan tax. Now you've seen it, right? You've gone to sales pages and there'll be like a painful price. And then there might be like a three pay, a six pay, a monthly pay, whatever the payment plan is. And you add that up and it's more expensive. Why the fuck is that? Now I understand that you need to have an incentive for someone to pay in full. As a business owner, if somebody can pay in full, it's going to help their cash flow and you want some of your students to pay in full. I get that. But incentivize it somehow different. If somebody has to sign up for an installment plan, don't you think that financially they might not be in the place they want to be at? Don't you think they might financially already be struggling? So why charge them more just because you're receiving the money in a different way? So what do you do then as a business owner that has a program where you want to have a painful and installment plans? What do you do? How do you incentivize it? I would love to see everyone ditch this whole installment plan tax, make the price the price, how they pay, it's the same price, incentivize it differently, have a bonus, have something else that they get If they're able to pay in full, perhaps it's a one-on-one call with you. Perhaps it is a bonus trading. Perhaps there's something else that's going to help solve their problem, advance them in their journey, really make them feel loved, really make them feel appreciated. But it doesn't have to do with money. It can be something else. It can be super valuable, but it's not actually going to put the people that pay by an installment plan at a disadvantage. Oh, I'm so passionate about this because like it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I must admit, the one thing that I struggle with, and I did this with the last launch for the Summit Planning School, when I broke up the installment plan amounts so that they equaled the total, the numbers were weird, right? It's like $166.50. And for my brain, I like pretty numbers. I like them to be all like group together. I I like 111 or you would have seen them, right? People that have like 333 and 888. I love that. I actually really like the way that it feels and the way that it looks, even though from a marketing standpoint, I don't think it even really matters. But on a sales page, when you have the installment plans broken up and they're these weird numbers, it hurts me a little bit, but I'm way more passionate about the principle. And I feel like people respect that more than if it's a weird number, right? With the 50 cents at the end. <laughs> oh, So that's my number one. That's what I want to change. I wish that every single service provider, every single coach, every single person that had a program or something where they offered a painful and an installment plan, that they just made it the total price, that they incentivized the painful a little bit differently. So it wasn't financially disadvantaging those that can't pay in full. Because I'm sorry, not everybody can pay in full, especially if it's a high ticket program. So that is number one. Number two, coaches putting business before people. Now, this is a little bit of a sticky topic because of an experience that I recently had that I'm not going to share right now because it's still a wound. We don't share from our wounds. We share from our scars, right? It's not fair to you as a listener if I just vent about this particular experience when it hasn't healed and I can't actually give proper objective insight. However, I will say that I am a massive massive believer that relationships come first. I can guarantee and put my hand on my heart and tell you if you ever invest in me, if you ever join up to one of my programs and we start a coaching relationship, a mentor relationship, we we get in business together, there is no fucking way that I'm putting business decisions before you. Never. And what does this look like? So if your circumstances change and you need to do something differently, I will work with you to figure that shit out, right? If you need help that's a bit outside the box. We will talk about it. We will communicate about it. We will brainstorm together. We are a team. 
I will never put business before people because do you know what is really sad when coaches do this? I don't think they realize they're actually doing themselves a disservice as well because if you're a coach, your business is built on people. So the minute you start putting business before them is the minute, I'm sorry, but you are starting to go downhill, right? Is the minute that your business momentum eventually is going to shift. Eventually, karma is going to catch the fuck up with you because people need to be more important especially if you're a coach, especially if you're a mentor, especially if people are investing in you to help them with their life, their business, their whatever, insert right here, right? If people are investing in you as the person, you as the coach, then for fuck's sake, you need to be putting them before a lot of things. You need to be taking your business owner hat off and putting yourself in their position, putting yourself in their shoes, thinking creatively, coming up with a solution that you can both be happy with, not just thinking about the policies, the principles, the business standards. Now, look, I know we all need to have business standards. We are all business owners at the end of the day. Of course we are. We need to make money. We need to know when to say yes, when to say no, when there's flexibility, when to make an exception. Like I'm not saying that you need to forego your business hat completely. There are going to be times when, of course, Somebody wants you to say yes and you have to say no. Like that is fine. But even in those times, right, even when you've got to make a hard decision that they might not agree with, be a fucking human about it. At least get on a video call, send them a voice message, explain yourself. Don't just reply in writing so you have evidence of a thread. Be a fucking human and try and explain why. And if you can, try to come up with a solution that's good for both of you. Don't just choose business over people. And number three is coaches reusing their students' shit. Now, oh my goodness, I probably should put a cussing disclaimer at the start of this episode. I might do that when I'm editing it together. But number three, like I have seen this from a distance. And then as I've gotten more and more into this coaching space, I see it more and more closely. Now, there's a difference between working with somebody and being inspired and coming up with your own take on something and adding your own bells and whistles and adding your own perspective and changing it and making something your own. Because look, let's be real. The internet is a big place. Everything's been done before. There's no such fucking thing as uniqueness really on the on the internet anymore. Everything's been done. But There's a difference between being inspired by someone and creating something maybe based off them, but it's your own. It's different. You can point out what's different than having a close coaching relationship with them, your students using you for guidance, using you as a sounding board, and then you taking those ideas and you injecting them into your own content. I could open a big jar of worms right here. I'm not going to, but there's a massive difference. So I just want to make sure, and I just want to tell you, if you ever invest in me, if we are ever in that kind of relationship, I will never do that to you. Never do that to you. I think as coaches, especially, we need to act with integrity. What's that saying? It's like treat other people like you would like to be treated, right? Especially as the leader in the space, we need to be people of integrity. We need to be women of integrity. We need to be able to be trusted with ideas without taking them for ourselves. We need to give ourselves enough white space to come up with our own fucking ideas, right? I think often that's the problem with some of these coaches and some of these business providers that perhaps do this. Maybe they don't have enough white space. Maybe they're not in sync with themselves enough and their creativity to actually come up with unique ideas, which is a huge problem in itself because then why are you coaching? If you need to listen and learn from someone and then you just re using their terms, reusing their work, reusing their content. Ugh, it just feels gross and slimy. Like take a holiday and actually get creative and do your own shit. So that's my number three. So again, just a recap there. If you ever 
invest in me. If we're ever in a coaching relationship, if you ever come to me about visibility and you want to help with your business and you want to get seen and you want maybe you want to do a summit or you want to do a bundle or whatever you want to do, you come to me, you employ me and we start to work together. You will never pay more if you pay by installments with me. You will pay the price <laughs> as it should be. You'll pay the price. If you pay in full, you might get a bonus, but it won't be attached to the price. It will be something else. Something of value, yeah, but not financially motivated. I will never put business before you ever. I will value our relationship. I will do my best to work with you on any problems that you face because I value you. Of course, my business is important, but you are more important. And number three, I will never reuse your shit. If you come to me with ideas and you want to brainstorm and you want to bounce things off, I will never take those ideas and make them my own. If you create a signature method, if you create a term, if you create a title, a name, if you come up with something amazing, I'm never going to steal that from you. Oh my God, ever. I don't know how you fucking sleep at night when you do that. So just know that this is a safe space. I've got your back. And please, if you're about to invest in somebody, look at these three things. Ask questions. Make sure that they are a woman, a person of integrity, that they do not do these three things. Because trust me, it doesn't feel so good. All right, that is my rant for the week. You're very welcome. I hope you enjoyed that. We are back next week with an interview on Tuesday, a solo episode without me venting probably on Friday. I can't guarantee it. I do like a good vent, but... We are back with normal content next week. I hope you join us. I love you loads and I will see you next week. Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor if you would leave me a review. Head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much. For the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay. Bye for now. Oh, 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 o